And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. I'm a man. I'm 40. You know, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and they fit you with a big old nice pair of milk bone underwear. I'm going to come right back at them. You never see a team play harder than we will the rest of this season. God bless. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Fantasy Guides podcast brought to you by ShopFantasyGuides.com. This is our Debbie Rookie Watch edition of the pod where we get on and we talk a little bit of college football. So if you're a Debbie and Dynasty owner, uh, this can give you a head start on your scouting, less cramming at the during the draft for for all if you follow along with this. Uh, Andrew, how are you, have you been watching college football? I've been trying my best, man. Jesse, ever since we started grinding film for prospects and you were telling how great it was, I've just been following along, following the Devi Watch page. It's been a good time. Hey, if you were following Devi Watch and making bets this last week, it's like the best that I've ever done. I was, I was, ba- I was, I only really put bets on two games and I got them both right. Um, so that was fun. Just basically, if I was playing, take the under. It's not actually that <laughs> crazy of an idea. Um, Iowa did win, Casey. It's not as fun without Steven here to talk mm-hmm. about them, but they did win, uh, and they only scored 16 points. So, oh, yeah. it is over for him. It's not going to happen. He's under again. And yeah, I, I don't see that anybody on their schedule that they're going to be like, you know, blowing, putting 40 up on or anything like that. So, going through this week, um, kind of top down, this was not a great weekend of college football. I found myself getting bored by a lot of these. If you know, if you go through the 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 Georgias, the Michigans, the Ohio States, the Florida States, the Penn States, just that that top six there, thirty seven to twenty, fifty two to seven, forty one to seven, forty one to three, sixty three to zero, uh, just a lot of blowouts against easy teams. The game of the week, it it was everybody made it out to be, and then it totally was was the Washington and Oregon game, and we got to see two fantastic quarterbacks, Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr. I think both of them have the opportunity to be a first or second round quarterback. Um, I think they've played their way into it. They are both extremely, um, they, they've played for a bajillion years. Experienced was the word I was going for. <laughs> Bo Nix, I think it, when he starts the next game, he will have started more college football games than any quarterback in history. So that's pretty cool. Michael Penix, you, you worry a little bit about the injuries because he has done two ACLs. But right now, he's probably your Heisman front runner. He threw for 302, four touchdowns in a win over Oregon. Bo Nix played an equally great game. Uh, my big takeaway from this game was actually Bucky Irving, the running back for Oregon, looked really, really good. Um, he's shown up on some mock drafts and things. I just haven't had a chance to watch him as much. He did. I mean, he torched CU, but we try and forget about those games. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I think that Bucky Irvin looks really good. Troy Franklin is a wide receiver for Oregon that's shown up a lot on some mock drafts. I'm not as big of a fan, but he really went off. I mean, eight catches, 154, and a touchdown. But the receiver that moved the most up the board for me was Rome Adunze. He's big, he's fast, eight catches, 128 yards, and two touchdowns. Did you get to catch any of that game, Andrew? I did. I mean, I knew this one was coming up. I've been watching loosely enough to know that this was a big one. And yeah. I was going to say, um, I don't know how big Roman Dunze was. He looks like like six foot, like not like, you know, but like big enough. He just, he looks like OBJ out there. Just like what he's doing. He's shifty. He's kind of skinny. He can get up. It was awesome. That was such a good game. Yeah, he played really well. Jalen Polk, Giles D- Jackson. Washington has a ton of great receivers. Um, but yeah, for me, the movers were Bucky Irving and Rome, Roma Dunze from that game. They just look really good. I think that they could... Uh, it could be high draft picks. Bucky Irving, maybe a little more of a sleeper for Bucky Irving, but I do really like him. 
And then, yeah, you're Irish, man. I tell you what, I, I told my buddy, I, I said on the other podcast, I got a buddy that's a Giants fan and a Notre Dame fan. And he came to me last week and I said, you know, I feel like Louisville could upset them or maybe even cover. And he went, no. And then they did. And then he came to me this week and I went, I feel like Notre Dame's going to rebound. I think they, they play well at home. And he goes, no. And then they <laughs> win 48 to 20. So I've been, I've been trying to tell you, Chris, what if Chris is listening, you know, you should, you should just follow, follow the vibe. It's a vibe check in Notre Dame. It's, it's kind of how, where they are mentally, right? Yeah, come on, guys. Don't be a Chris. All righty. Buy in on the Irish. <laughs> I'm, I'm so mad. I was supposed to go to a game this year, but I have commitments coaching um, something, so I, I can't go now. I'm so mad. But, yeah, it was rainy game. The Irish got to them. Only people – so Notre Dame is the best team in the country. St. Martin is the best quarterback <laughs> in the country. That's all I need. Uh, Casey, were you able to watch Caleb Williams in this game? Uh, I didn't get to watch much. I did get to see some highlights of uh, the Notre Dame quarterback taking his helmet off. I think next year, <laughs> if he's in the NFL, I think he might pass Joe Burrow for the most attractive woman version of a football player. Yes, yes. Keep an eye out for that, um, for sure. <laughs> have have, you, guys have seen... you seen the filter or something? Like, I haven't seen this. Have you seen this is circulating? You know, well, you've seen the NFL ones, right, Andrew? Yeah, but have we done, have we hit Sam Hartman with it yet? No, no. you got he's got to get there. He's got to get to the league, and then they'll then they'll shave that shave that beard off and give him long hair, and we'll all be we'll all be in love. Uh, <laughs> Joe Burrow, have you seen the commercial? I think it's a Beats commercial. Yes, he's he is rocking the same haircut I had in 1993. It's a it's a part down the middle. And Let me help the, you with that, Jesse. The big fuzzy, you know, poofy bangs. What what it's what is that haircut it's, called? It's called a butt cut. He's rocking <laughs> the butt cut. <laughs> He's rocking a butt cut in that commercial, and Kelly goes, "That's a funny haircut." He's, He's and I was like, "Yeah, I I agree with you." Um. All right, back to this USC Notre Dame game. I will say, I this gave me concerns about Caleb Williams at the next level because all three of his interceptions were bad interceptions. He, he sits in the pocket too long. Um, I had mentioned that, that, that makes me nervous from some of the the games that I watched against CU and some other times during the season. Uh, I don't know, man, Drake may, I thought Caleb Williams was like clearly number one, Drake, no way Drake may can catch him and uh, not to bury the lead, but Drake may looked amazing in a win over Miami. Um, and Caleb Williams struggled and he, he just did not look the same. If you are a, a Debbie owner and you're looking for a, a guy, you know, a really young guy to just, just get on your roster and maybe spend some, spend some cash for Zachariah branch, the true freshman, uh, wide receiver slash returner slash they hand him off the ball. That guy is as electric of a true freshman player as I've seen in a really long time. He and flies. He does. And he had a huge couple of huge plays in this game too. So he, he sat out a couple of weeks. Um, he had a 60 yard punt return in this game. So he just, he looks really good. They're starting to get him the ball. He's getting healthy again. And then I know that you and Jacob probably love Audric Estime. I just don't see it. I, I think that he is a good player. Um, and you know, Jacob called him the next, oh man, who's the boss, AJ Dillon. And I don't know that that's a great comparison with the way that but AJ Dillon. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's true, but here's the thing: I want nothing to do with AJ Dillon <laughs> in right. fantasy or the right. NFL. 
Right. So we'll see. I, I just don't know. He had a good game. He looks good. He scores touchdowns for them. I just don't know if he's my guy. The one that is my guy is Keon Coleman, uh, the wide oh, receiver yeah. for Florida State. Did you get to see his highlight catches? Just, oh my God, that last one over the middle. I just straight up snatched it. No fear at all. He's insane. Casey, he had nine catches for 140 yards and a touchdown. And I think he also had a big return in this as, as well. I he, saw those he highlights. Just, he looks like the real deal. So I, I really like him. Um, and then, yeah, these other games, they, I don't know. They just weren't as like, it just wasn't a super exciting weekend. There wasn't a ton of takeaways that I had. Um, I still really love Malik Neighbors as well, the wide receiver for LSU. He caught uh, like a little screen pop pass and then just house called it. Uh, and he just looks electric. He ended up his stat line. He had six catches for 89 yards and a touchdown. That one was a, a 29 yarder. Andrew, did you get, what do you got? If, 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 whenever you get to the tail end, I got to ask you, I am from Missouri. I got to ask you about one Missouri university and some pop we got going there. Yeah, they got another win and, and that was a big win for Missouri over Kentucky. Uh, they won 38 to 21. They're up to six and one. They, uh, they have a receiver that's been, he, he kind of keeps coming up in, in a lot of these conversations as well. Um, in Luther Burden, the third, um, or is that the guy? No. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, he did not have a huge game in this one. Theo Weiss Jr., who is a really, really high, rec- highly recruited player, uh, had the big game, but they are just, they're just a solid team. I, I have always liked that coach, uh, Eli Drinkwitz. I think he's a decent coach. He came over from app state. Um, and yeah, it's, it's kind of all coming together. He, he was on the hot seat heading into the season and I can't imagine that will be the case anymore. Um, I think Devin Leary, there, there were people at one time that thought he was going to be a big time, uh, NFL prospect. It just, it never happened. Never came to fruition. He, he transferred over to Kentucky to be their quarterback, uh, from NC state. And he has not had a good season. Uh, Ray Davis has had a good season though. The running back for Kentucky, Jacob was the one that goes, who is this guy in the Florida game running all over everyone. (laughs) He still had a big game, 20, 20 carries for 128 yards. I think he's worth monitoring, uh, in Debbie and dynasty. I think he's kind of has some staying power. What else you got, Andrew? I have to plug If This is the last thing I say. I'll, I'll pot. It's worth it. Cody Schrader could go to the NFL, went to Truman state where I was a, a, an alum from Northern Missouri. I did his laundry. I was his, I was his equipment boy. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Five, nine, two, 14 running back. Where's number seven Casey won't like that, but uh, <laughs> what's uh, the axiom helmet situation. Over there? <laughs> it's oh, clean. Oh, Andrew, I did have to message uh, Casey and tell him that we, we just, we got to get prepared for, um, Wisconsin running back. Oh God. Now I'm drawing a blank on Braylon Allen, Braylon Allen. Yes. One of the top running backs in the upcoming draft. Not only is he rocking an Axiom helmet, but he also rocks number zero. So Casey, Casey is there just no chance that this guy is touching. He's way down on my list. Not only that, but like it's, it's not as hit as you would think as Wisconsin running backs would be. You had Melvin Gordon was a hit, but beyond Melvin Gordon, you had Monty Ball. You had uh, the guy who set the record for Wisconsin for rushing yards, Ron Dane. They don't John pan Taylor. out. So adding, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but number zero in Axiom automatically, he's off of my boards. Yeah, 
Yeah, I knew that would be the case. So I just wanted to make sure you didn't get uh, too excited about them or anything else. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, I think my big movers for the week, just just guys that I'm I'm very high on. Uh, oh, the other thing is Brock Bowers is going to be out. He's doing the uh, what's that ankle surgery where they tie the they like go in and like tie the muscle tight to rope. the bone. Yeah, tight rope. He's getting a tight rope, so he'll be out for a while. Um, Tua got a tight rope. That I, lots of people have tight ropes nowadays. I don't think that affects him. I still think that he's you know, two, three, four on your list and, and should kind of remain there. I will say I have concerns about Caleb Williams that I, you know, I saw and I need to see, see him come back and bounce back and quit holding the damn ball so long. And then Drake (laughs) may looked so good. I think he closed the gap there. So moving Drake may up my board, moving Rome, Adunze up my board, moving JJ McCarthy up my board. I think Michigan might be the best team in the nation and nobody's really talking about that. Um, and I think it's just kind of right where they want to be. I think they just keep cruising along. I don't know if you guys saw the Minnesota Gophers head coach, good looking guy, a bald head, uh, PJ Fleck. <laughs> he, he, uh, he came out and he said that that's the best football team. They got housed by Michigan last week. He said he came out and had a soundbite that that's the best football team at any level that he's ever prepared for or played against. He said, they just kind of choke you out. Everything. They do everything. Well, they don't make mistakes. Um, and JJ McCarthy's part of that. He's, he's athletic. He's kind of everything you want in an NFL quarterback nowadays. So I can see why people have him as the third quarterback coming off the board. And then Michael Penix Jr. And Bo Nix both looked great. And Bucky Irving looked really great. So those are, those are some of my movers. Um, Jerry Rice's kid plays for USC and, and he had a pretty decent game. I I think he's got, he's got a little pep in his step. He'll be a later round pick, but, uh, you know, when you're flowing, throwing flyers at wide receivers, his dad wasn't bad. Yeah, <laughs> not be a bad situation. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that that's really all I got for you with the Debbie. I know it's a little shorter this week. Um, heading into next week, for those of you that like to follow along and figure out uh, where great games are, hey, undefeated six and zero Air Force Falcons taking on Navy. That is a huge game. I wish it was in Colorado Springs. I might go watch it, but it is in Annapolis. Uh, huge game there. Air Force quietly ranked number 22 in the nation undefeated. They are just steamrolling people on the ground like they always do. And, uh, so congrats to the Falcons. They're having a great season so far. Biggest game of the week. I'm going to guess that uh, college game day will probably be in Columbus. We have undefeated Penn state and undefeated Ohio state. I think that this, if, if there ever was going to be a Penn state team that could go into Ohio state and get an upset, this would be the team. Uh, they have looked really good. Drew Aller, he's only a true sophomore, uh, but he looks he's kind of got like top five NFL pick upside. He has played really well. And I think Ohio State has beaten some suspect teams the last couple weeks. And, and when they played Notre Dame, they should have lost. So I'm surprised that people have kept them up at number three. Um, so, yeah, Ohio State minus four. I might take the Nittany Lions in that game if you're if you're giving me four points. I think that they could. They could win that on a field goal in Ohio State. Now, it is a tough place to play. Um, and, you know, these 10 a.m. games are not quite the same as like a wide out at Penn State. But I don't know. I just feel like this is a really well-coached, uh, good Penn State team. So that's going to be a good one. Um, other games to watch. You got Dylan Gabriel is playing his old team, UCF, uh, Oklahoma. They have just been kind of steamrolling people. I think that they could roll up the score here. They're they're favored by nineteen and a half. I think Oklahoma could win by twenty. I might take the uh, I might take the Sooners there. Washington State is at Oregon. Let's see if Oregon can rebound. 
We have number 17, Tennessee at number 11, Alabama. That's a big game for both of those teams. Um, I just think Alabama is really difficult to beat at home. If that game was in Tennessee, like it was last year, um, I think, you know, maybe Tennessee would have a chance, but I, I think Alabama will probably pull that out. Maybe they keep it close though. That is a nine and a half point spread. That seems like kind of a lot. Your beloved uh, Missouri Tigers, South Carolina, they should be able to take care of business, get to seven and one, I would think, at home. Go Tigers. Let's see what happens. And uh, yeah, Iowa, Minnesota, what's the over under? 32 and a half. Take the under. Ew. <laughs> Ew. That's how all these over unders are. 32 and a half. That, I mean, that is, that is low, but you got to go with it. You got to go with it. So, um, and yeah, Michigan, Michigan State, usually a, an awesome game. Michigan State is a shadow of itself. Uh, Michigan is favored by 24 and a half against their in-state rivals. That is crazy. Um, and then the other top 25 games, there's a couple more here. We've got number 16 Duke at Florida state. That game loses a little bit of luster because, uh, Riley Leonard, the big time quarterback from Duke is still nursing a, I think it's a high ankle sprain. So I don't think he'll be playing. So I think Florida state rolls in that game. Um, and that is against the uh, next next head coach of Michigan State, I think, is is the head coach at Duke right now. He's a great head coach. Um, and then one more here. Uh, number 14, Utah is at number 18, USC. And U- <laughs> USC has a Utah problem. Let's mm-hmm. just say that. They, <laughs> they struggle with this team. Uh, Utah has their number in the Pac-12 championship the last two years, and they beat them during the regular season. So there's just something about what they do. And that was actually one of the reasons why I liked Notre Dame in that game is when it's like an NFL style offense, that's just kind of squeezing a team. Um, I think they have the opportunity to win there. So USC though at home is still favored by six and a half against a team that they have really struggled with in the past. So I actually think USC is kind of backed into a corner now with that loss. And that's going to be a really difficult week of practice. They're back at home. Utah is still playing with a backup quarterback. Um, I actually think USC could finally kind of exercise some demons and, and beat Utah there. So, so yeah, that's actually a pretty decent uh, weekend of college football. I'm gonna, I'm going to watch that 10 a.m. CBS Air Force Navy game. I know you guys, you guys yeah. are excited for the the triple option. I will be steering clear of that. We'll not be watching that game. <laughs> I will tell you that there is a not a single NFL player in that game. So if you know yeah. for, for Devian Dynasty purposes. Uh, well, what's great is you have two very untraditional offenses playing against each other. So that's always fun. That's right. That's right. Um, nope. Over, over unders. You always take you always take the unders in those games too because yep. both teams <laughs> both teams run so damn much. It's really hard to get to that thirty seven over under point total there. So. All right, guys, I think that's all I got for you this week. And uh, make sure, like I said, we will not be doing the start sit advice this week on Friday because both Stephen and I are traveling. Um, but we will jump back on next week. Andrew, thanks for filling in, man. That was fun. You did a great job. Appreciate it. Casey, see you next week. <laughs> Andrew, you, Anytime. You, keep, you keep performing like that. You're going to take my place. Ah, <laughs> uh, whoa, 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 I don't be doing that. You got out of the refrigerator box, Casey. You're doing the bigger and better things. That's See, right. He's got that like brick background now. He's looking good. It does. All right, guys. Take care. See ya. See ya.